brave one. Welcome to another episode of the Women Aware and Prepared podcast. I'm your host, Mandy Pratt, a trained domestic violence victim advocate who teaches women and vulnerable populations how to be street smart. You'll hear some true crime stories, but most importantly, how we might prevent crimes happening to us. Return each week to learn safety tips and emotional self-defense so we live empowered with peace. Let's be less naive and leave helplessness and worry behind so we can be safer, savvy, aware, and prepared. Welcome back to Women Aware Prepared podcast, part two of our very important podcast episode series that we're doing with Clay from the cybersafetycop.com who's giving us all kinds of wonderful, helpful information to help us keep our kids safe online. And today we're continuing on. And I wanted to ask a couple more questions here. So Clay, we have talked about in a couple past episodes about online grooming and how kids get kind of lured in to this, but from your perspective, can you share with us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I've, I've investigated um, a lot of uh, child grooming, sexual exploitation cases, and, and they all have a lot of things in common. So what I'm noticing is that the victim, the the child uh, can come from just about any kind of family. Uh, I've had kids who their parents, uh, very engaged with their kid, the kids in sports. I mean, basically the the most ideal, you know, kind of environment that you might imagine. And then you have, then we have kids on the other side of that spectrum that are, you know, living in a group home perhaps. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so every child is really vulnerable to this because uh, for a couple of reasons, one, they, again, they're looking at their screen and not another human being. Mm -hmm. And so there's a huge, there's just a disconnect between uh, what they're doing and, consequences in their mind, right? Yeah. Just, it's just kind of consequence free right. type of thing. And and the other thing that all children um, desire, no matter who they are, is is love and acceptance. Right. Exactly. So all kids are looking for someone to care about them and see that they're awesome and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then some kids, you know, especially in the kids that are, you know, in that in that spectrum where they don't have somebody in their life that's providing that for them, like a, a parent or some other caregiver, mm-hmm. you know, they're seeking it out. But every child and and, and so they're interacting with these people online who are very, very good at manipulate manipulating that need oh, and yeah. and and filling that for them and mm-hmm. basically manipulating that child and believing that uh, this person cares about them, mm-hmm. that they're more than a friend. And and the real goal is that that person will manipulate that child into believing that um, that they love them. Mm-hmm. And if that person and then if that kid loves that person back, mm-hmm. then really anything's possible. Right. They gain their trust. They, they gain their trust and then they manipulate them either by, because the whole point of this is to sexualize, right? To sexualize that relationship. So right. that person is going to put that kid in a situation where they feel compelled to either produce child sex abuse material for them mm-hmm. or to meet them in person. Right. And that could be, you know, they could be coerced by, by, by caring for that person. So believing that this is what you should do when you're in a loving relationship with somebody online where they're manipulating and believing that, or that person will, will do things like say, you know, I want, I'm going to kill myself if you don't do this, right. I, you know, that kind of manipulation. So yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't have to take long for it to, to happen. Mm-hmm. And, 
and and again, again parents um, who find out about this, mm-hmm. usually they're finding out about it too late. Uh-huh. It was something going on for weeks, months, or even years. And now it's kind of come to this crisis point where it can't, you know, be, be ignored or, or, or right. it can't be hidden anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so now this parent is trying to pick up pieces and I, and sometimes kids can get, can get broken in ways that aren't oh, easily yeah. fixed. Oh yeah. I've seen that in real life. Yeah. So I just really encourage parents to, to, to monitor and be on top of what their kid's doing online because their child thinks I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Nothing's, nothing's mm-hmm. wrong here. You don't mm-hmm. need to be involved. Right. You should trust me. Exactly. And, and the problem here is that um, it, it, it does. Yeah. you you have a good kid. They're going to make bad choices and they're going to mm-hmm. get themselves in a situation that they cannot uh, get themselves out of. And right. they, don't have the, they don't have the emotional assets and the life experience to do that. Exactly. Yeah. When, I mean, even teenagers, if you think back to when we were growing up, right? Like teenage, we, we all make dumb decisions at times, but we didn't have this, you know, mm-hmm. issue. So this just like magnifies everything I feel like, and makes it even more difficult for kids, you know, growing up mm-hmm. with these devices that just uh, are like free access to all kinds of, you know, crazy people. And of course we don't want to feel like a helicopter mom or helicopter dad, but kids don't, they don't understand the severity of the issue. So, you know, it's not like we have to be hovering. I feel like if we use your book and we use Bark, then we don't have to hover as much. We've set them up for better success and um, talking to them like you're, you know, talking about. So let's address the elephant in the room. And so we have a conversation going with them and they know that we are a safe person to come to if something happens, mm-hmm. like you were saying. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, especially um, and sexting is kind of all kind of wrapped up in this, right? You have, oh, yeah. like I mentioned in the in our our first um, our first podcast, where you know you have a kid who usually a boy shares a nude image with a cute girl he meets online, and then mm-hmm. finds out it's really some some man um, living on the other side of the world who's now right. demanding five thousand right. dollars. And if and if you don't and if you don't um, pay it, they're going to you know blast everybody on your Instagram. Right. With this image. And I I probably have uh, one parent every other week, at least calling or messaging me saying, you know, this happened to my kid. And, and usually it's, I've talked to my child about this. It, it may be a high schooler. Uh, mm-hmm. He he knows better. Um, right. And even sometimes they're like, Clay, he was in your, uh, in your assembly <laughs> at, at one time. Oh. And I know you talked to him about this. And, and again, it's like in that moment, because because kids' prefrontal cortex is not mm-hmm. well developed, they're they're using the the limbic part of their brain, which is the fight or flight impulsive part of their brain, <laughs> and they're not pausing um, to think about any of this, and they're just they're impulsively you know making these choices. And um, and you're right, like when we were kids, we could we we got away with making some really horrible choices because there was no internet, right? It's like whatever you and I did was like now it's just a rumor, right? right. There's no. There's no way to prove it. And and frankly, you know, after going, uh, I'm guessing you're, we both had children about the same age. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know about when you went back to your last high school reunion. Uh, it's kind of hard to recall all the things uh, who and what did. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we we have the grace of, of getting older. Those things kind of fade. Those totally. memories fade a little bit. Right. But with our kids, they don't get that. They get one chance to make the right choice. 
Right. And if and if they make the wrong choice, they get obliterated. Right. There's yeah. there's no there's there's no uh, there's no grace. Right. And I always when I go out and speak at schools too, I share my, you know, survivor story, my crazy story. And I always like to let them know like if something bad happens to you, that does not make you a bad person. Mm -hmm. You are still worthy of so much, you know, you're not tainted or whatever. And so I think that it's important for the kids to hear too. Like if you make a bad decision, I know that it feels like the end of the world to them at that moment. Um, or if something bad happens to them, they might feel like they're a bad person and their life's just going to be horrible, you know, from here on out. But I just hope that they would hear, you know, some kind of hope and understand and parents can, you know, try to help them with that as best as they can. Yeah. It's, I, I kind of think about this as kind of like overlapping measures, right? Cause you talk to your, talk to your child about these issues and open up that door and tell them you can always come to me and you know if you make a mistake and then and then and then on top of that you're also you know putting bark on their phone right so that's also running the background and then on top of that you also have you're you know you're taking their phone every night and putting that in your room and mm -hmm. maybe that's an, that's an opportunity for you to look in their phone mm -hmm. so like so there's these kind of these overlapping things mm -hmm. that pronoun uh, parental controls things that we should be doing that that all kind of that that's kind of this structure that we're building for our kids, right? Because if you just do one thing, if you just like, well, I talk to my kid and it's fine, you're 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 not all the way there. You you there's more you need to do, but it doesn't have to be a full time job either. Exactly. Because um, you know I'm a parent like you are, and even though my boys are in in college, it's it's not over, right? Mm -hmm. The parenting is not over by a long yeah, shot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I feel like I could ask you like so many questions and I'm sure that once uh, people listen to this, they'll have more questions. So where should they ask those questions or find the answers? Yes. Well, I would, I'd really encourage them to go to my website, cybersafetycop.com. There is a free membership they can sign up for. We'll, we'll send them an article about things they need to do once a month. We also have online training for parents where if you really want to it's kind of like the master class of of online safety for your kid, as well as online uh, uh, safety program for your kids. You can can they can do some online things there too to learn. Um, but yeah, our our goal is really to to empower and and um, and give parents and kids the tools to be to be successful. And a lot of that's just a lot of that's information and and um, and then coming up with you know, how do we, how do, what, you know, what do we do with this information once we have it? So mm -hmm. that, that's kind of what we do. If, if a parent would like to see me or one of my instructors in person, uh, we have an events page and schools uh, bring us to their school to talk to parents. Um, any parent can attend. You don't have to be a parent from that school. It's free to attend. And, uh, and if you, and, and if you would like to bring me or one of my instructors to your child's school, you can find out about that there. You can we do assemblies for uh, kindergarten all the way through twelfth grade, and we also do assemblies on and, and parent education on vaping, marijuana, and fentanyl, which is um, another really critical issue that that we address in our in our program. So you can find information on our website about that too. That's cool. All right, and for the overworked, busy parent who feels like they can't do one more thing, what would be the easiest thing for them to do right now? Uh, I would say go to my website, uh, download that that, con that that the contract, the internet mobile device usage contract, uh -huh. and sit down and chat with your kid about it. Uh, there's <laughs> also a checklist. You can also download the checklist. 
and it's kind of a, bu- a bunch of different things you can do. And so just kind of go through those things and maybe just do one, do, you know, one day, just do one thing. Um, and mm-hmm. just kind of try to knock off as many things off, off that checklist as you can. Okay. But if you, if you have a kid who doesn't have a phone yet, like you're in the, you're kind of in the perfect situation, right? You can, you can set it up the way you want it. Mm-hmm. But if you have a kid who already has a phone, mm-hmm. already has social media, then, then you, then you need to maybe start making changes or, 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 or making small alterations of things, mm-hmm. maybe just a little bit at a time, not everything at once. That's such a good point. Like I know if my son, my son is now 22. If I took his phone when he was 18, I was like, Hey, um, I need to like put these things on your phone and do, he would be like, what? No way. So how, <laughs> what would you say to, in that kind of situation? I, I would say, you know, the bottom line is this folks, it's your phone, right? This is your kid. This is your phone. You had the moral and legal right to put whatever you want on the phone. In fact, I'll, I'll even, you can blame me. You can, you, when you talk to your kids and they give you a hard time, you say, this cl- the cyber safety cop guy said I had to do this. <laughs> your child's expectation of privacy on their devices, if you want it to be, should be zero. Right. Uh, that, that's, that's my, I advocate that there's, there should be nothing standing between you and something happening on your child's device mm-hmm. if you want to go see it. There shouldn't be a passcode. There shouldn't be a username. There shouldn't be something that you can't go and see. And um, that, 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 not that you have to go look every day, but you should, sure. you should have, you should have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so maybe reminding them, which I, I did that at some point, I was like, you do remember who bought you that phone and who pays for it every month. Right. Yes. Um, I, many times I told my boys, if you want to play ball, I'm the only game in town. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to move out and buy your own house, you can get whatever you want. But until that happens, this, All is, right, this, parents, is, this is our Remember program. that line. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, and then of course, where can they find your book? I'm sure on your website, but can they find it like on Amazon too? Yes. Uh, it's it's best to go through my website. You can, you can order uh, the, the paperback or mm-hmm. you can also get it uh, via ebook. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Amazon, mm-hmm. but Jeff Bezos knows that um, I'm not happy with him. So he makes it kind of hard for people to find my book. And if you do just make sure that you get the third edition. So this, for some reason, the second edition keeps popping up. So there's usually a little link maybe below that says there's an, or there's a newer version or something. So mm-hmm. just, just look out. So it's parenting in the digital world. It's the third edition. Oh, and by the way, we have it in English and in Spanish. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that you, um, told us that detail about how to find the most recent version on Amazon if they're looking there, but I encourage them to go to your website since it sounds like there's a bunch of really great, helpful things there. So again, that was cybersafetycop.com. And I'm going to drop that in the show notes, but for those of you who are, you know, listening and driving or something, um, that is the website. And thank you so much for being here. You have so many good things, helpful things to say. And I know for myself, uh, for the little ones in my life, I'm going to make sure that their parents all have that book. <laughs> so thank you so much, Clay, for being here. We really appreciate you. Oh, Manny, it's my, my pleasure. And all parents out there, keep fighting the good fight. Don't give up. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. 
you can leave a review and let me know what you found most helpful. You can find me on Instagram at women aware and prepared. And if you want more from me, you can join my Tuesday tip emails at womenawareandprepared.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Remember, you are worthy of a safe and peaceful life.